Thank you for joining us today on the Traveling On Radio Show. We're your hosts, Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick, and we're broadcasting live from our studio near Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, which will be the uh, one of the subjects on our show at 6 o'clock this evening. But in any event, we're happy to be your travel partners uh, t- for the next hour and every Tuesday at this time. And today's show marks the next to last in our series honoring Black History Month, and we have a fascinating show in store. In our first segment, we will be exploring the places of interest and significance in African-American history in the historic Richmond, Virginia region. Then we'll travel to the Detroit area, more specifically Dearborn, Michigan, to visit the Henry Ford Museum to learn about that museum's activities during Black History Month. Finally, we will visit Montgomery, Alabama, to learn more about that city's dramatic history and the civil rights movement. For those of you who were looking forward to our segment with Dr. Joel Freeman, we are sad to say that Dr. Freeman will not be with us today because of the passing of his mother. Our condolences and prayers are with the Freeman family. We look forward to having Dr. Freeman with us on an upcoming show. And, you know, uh, but we do have a, a good show in store for you guys today, and we invite you to join in on the conversation by calling our studio line at 888-463-6748. That's 888-GO-4-F-O-R-IT. Uh, but before we get started, I uh, just want to extend an invitation again to you to uh, join our social networks and sign up for our Travel and On Club newsletter. At uh, And you can do all of those things at our website, TravelN-On.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and then we have the, the newsletter. And in fact, uh, speaking of Richmond, uh, I understand Richmond is following us on, on Twitter, and uh, so I'm happy to, uh, to chat with Aaron. But as the uh, former second largest largest slave market and the capital of the Confederacy to the to the hometown of tennis great Arthur Ashe and the nation's first elected African-American governor, Douglas Wilder. The Richmond region represents the plight of African-Americans, but also how far the African-American community and America in general have come. And here to share the Virginia Virginia capital's uh, rich African-American history, and more is uh, Aaron Bagnell of the Richmond Metropolitan Convention and Visitors Bureau. Aaron, welcome to Traveling On. Thank you. It's great to be with you. Yeah, and thanks for following us on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Twitter is my new favorite toy. (laughs) Oh, I know. It's addictive, isn't it? Oh, it's so much fun. Um, You know, Richmond... I was just going to say, you... you, said it all you got it right there um the the great thing about richmond with um with regard to african-american history is the the range that we can offer here um we, mm. we have a saying that goes from civil war to civil right um mm-hmm. and i've even heard folks say from walker to wilder referring to the famous maggie walker and then to mm-hmm. to our former governor douglas wilder the first african-american governor in the u.s and uh, who also just stepped down as Richmond's mayor. So. Yes, indeed, and and I know Richmond really is a city that cherishes its its history, as you said. Um, but you know, from Monument Avenue to the many memorials around the city, and tell us about some of the efforts by your office to promote African American heritage in a very concerted way. Sure. Um, well, first of all, just in our regular day-to-day communications, it's something that, that always comes up, like you said, 
history is is the theme here in Richmond. We've got 400 years of it, and of course, uh, African American history is a large part of that. Um, so, in in everyone that we re- reach out to, be it um, meetings and conventions planners or media or leisure leisure travelers, um, we we always try to explain that aspect of what we've got to offer here in Richmond. Um, we can. We reach out to multicultural markets when we're when we're um, planning meetings and events. We cater familiarity trips to specific markets and African American markets. Um, we are a member of the National Coalition of Black Meeting Planners and attend their annual conferences and events. Um, mm-hmm. And we also offer a publication here um, called the Historic Richmond Region: Lots of Diversity, Lots to Love, which includes a, a section on African American cultural attractions. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, it's pretty much something that, that seeps into all of our communications because it is a big a big part of our history here. And, of course, one of the places that memorializes the civil rights history uh, of the region is the Capitol Square Civil Rights Memorial. Tell us a little bit about the memorial there. This, this is so neat, Tanya. Um, I'm such a huge fan of this memorial. It's new. Uh, it was just unveiled on Capitol Square in July of 2008, and that's up at the up at the state capitol. It um, it stands on the grounds of the historical capitol to include depictions of African Americans and women in prominent roles. It is um, it it represents a, a key moment in the history of the civil rights movement in Virginia. Um, and it spotlights African-American students in rural Prince Edward County, whose 1951 walkout to protest their rundown school is what led to a lawsuit that was eventually folded into the challenge that we know as Brown Board versus the Board of Education that mm-hmm. then triggered the 1954 decision by the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, you've probably heard the name Oliver Hill, who was the lawyer in that case that eventually... Um, went to the Supreme Court. And so this was a, a very necessary and um, very much anticipated, wonderful memorial. Um, and I'd also like to point out that the m- memorial features very prominently a woman named Barbara Johns. Uh, mm-hmm. Barbara Johns was actually a student. She was 16 years old, and she's the one that organized the strike that ended up eventually leading to that lawsuit. She was 16 years old, a junior in high school. Um, Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> I know, quite, quite a woman. So, um, so I think it's a, it's a very, very special memorial, and we're excited to have it here in the Richmond region. Mm-hmm. Now, Aaron, you kind of uh, led into my next question, which is about uh, the Jackson Ward in, in Richmond, because it's, it's home to the Oliver Hill Memorial, but that neighborhood has a, uh, has a tradition of, of being known as the Harlem of the South and at one time America's Black Wall Street because of the great entrepreneurial figures such as Maggie Walker, whom you alluded to earlier. Talk to us a little bit about the neighborhood and some of the attractions there for the visitor to Richmond who wants to uh, travel on this civil rights path through the city. Sure. Uh, well, you, you got it right. It's been called the Harlem of the South. It's been called the Black Wall Street. It's been called the birthplace of black capitalism. Um, it's a really neat place, um, even if you're just passing through with some amazing architecture. Um, but this was just the, the 
center for both black commerce and entertainment in the antebellum period in the U.S. Um, leaders uh, such as John Mitchell, who was editor of the Richmond Planet, um, thrived there. A very popular um, hotel called the Eggleston Hotel was the site of, of much um, festivity. Um, and so it was just, a, like I said, a, a place of just much commerce and entrepreneurship and so many um, leaders that, that went on to be more than just neighborhood or community leaders kind of blossomed there. Um, you would often see famous folks such as um, Cab Calloway or um, walking through and, and hanging out in that area. There was a, a theater called the Hippodrome Theater that was a, mm-hmm. a big hangout. Uh, Billy Holiday, Nat King Cole, these were, these were regulars um, in this area. Now, Maggie Walker is a fascinating woman. She, um, she is, I'm sorry, the, was the first not only African-American woman, but first woman to found a, a bank. Mm. Um, and so there, her house, the Maggie Walker house, is located in the Jackson Ward area and, um, and honors her life. Oh, and so, okay, and so that's the, one of the museums, because I know you have in Jackson Ward also the Black History Museum and Cultural Center, which I'll ask you to, to talk about a little bit, but right. Maggie Maggie uh, Walker's house it has been made into a museum as well? That's right, it's on the National Register of Historic Places. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, tell us a little bit about the, the Black History Museum and Cultural Center in uh, in Jackson Ward, too. Sure, Um this is a museum that just highlights the many facets of black history um, through exhibitions, discussions, and celebrations. Uh, it includes documents, limited editions, prints, and, and art and photographs um, for use in its black history archives program. Um, it's got a gift shop, and it's got some wonderful things going on right now, including something of an exhibit I just saw the other day called Heirlooms by Horn. This is um, a salute to, um, I'm sorry, um, Mr. Horn, who was an African-American who was into fashion design and actually went to mm-hmm. fashion design school. And then eventually, because of a family emergency, had to come home and leave school. But the, the director of the Black History Museum, Mary Lauderdale, has um, curated all of his former designs um, that are on display right now at the Black mm-hmm. History Museum. And they're just fantastic. They're just fascinating. You know, you can hear your enthusiasm, Erin, and it's very infectious. I can tell you, 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 you have a passion for just the, the history of, of Richmond, and I'm so glad that you came on the show with us today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, there's, there's, there's a lot to be discovered here. There really is. Indeed. And indeed. And we just want to remind everyone that uh, we are talking to Aaron Bagnell of the Richmond Metropolitan Convention and Visitors Bureau. And if you've got a question for her, you can call us at 888-463-6748. That's triple eight. Go for it. One of the things that I've always liked about Richmond are some of the grand 
monuments around the city. Uh, some of those have covered uh, the city's uh, uh, Civil War past. Uh, but uh, one of my heroes growing up, Arthur Ashe, uh, uh, is also memorialized on Monument Avenue, and uh, he was uh, a great inspiration to me, and he's one of Richmond's native sons. So talk to us about Arthur Ashe and his Richmond connections and how the city has gone about to honor him, and he's been such a significant person of of our lifetimes. That's right. Um, Arthur Ashe uh, was born and raised in Richmond, Virginia, uh, went on to win three Grand Slam titles, putting him among the best ever from the U.S. of, um, of tennis players. I believe he was the first African-American to win Wimbledon. Um, and, of course, his, his history has been memorialized um, here, like you said. And, and, and Monument Avenue is interesting for those of you not familiar, um, for those of our listeners. It, it, it has a history of having a, a series of mostly Civil War um, figures, Robert E. Lee, mm-hmm. Jefferson Davis, so you can imagine how special it was to add Arthur Ashe to that lineup. It's a it's a, a beautiful, beautiful old historic road with these amazing monuments. Um, as I, I feel like I, I hear his name often. He's very mm. appreciated here, um, and of, of course, just stands for so much, committing himself to AIDS awareness, education, um, spoke out against apartheid, and in South mm-hmm. Africa, and of course stood firmly in opposition of racism in America. And so mm-hmm. we feel very proud and, and honored to, to, to call him our own and to honor him here in Richmond. Now, Aaron, uh, we've, we've, we've talked a little bit about Jackson Ward and even Monument Avenue. For those who are not familiar with, with Richmond, give us a sense uh, where Jackson Ward is located relative to downtown and Monument Avenue uh, as it uh, leads from the business district uh, out to the fan district and some of the other well-known neighborhoods in Richmond that are certainly worth seeing. Right. Well, if you were to be standing downtown looking west, um, Monument Avenue doesn't actually begin there. It, it, it's Franklin Street down in downtown, mm-hmm. but just looking west, if you followed Franklin, it would eventually turn into Monument through the fan and out into the West End. So it goes all through uh, historic Richmond and far, farther mm-hmm. even to what is would not be considered historic Richmond. Um, Jackson Ward is, is right downtown, um, sort of on the, the north end, so north of the, the river and north of Monument Avenue that help okay and then uh, along there or somewhere around there you also have canal walk um it where which also has uh, uh memorials that that honor african-american history along the riverfront there that's right um the the canal walk is it, it's just kind of a, a leisurely walk to take and there's some signage there um that recognizing the former slave labor force that used to work there. It was African-Americans, of course, who dug the canal. Uh, Numerous African-American boatmen traversed the canal, um, carted cargo to and from boats, um, and became another means for shipping slaves. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of African-American history there. Um, Not not good history, but but it's it's an interesting walk to do and kind of think about what these people, what their lives were like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd love to share a, a story with you. Have you heard of uh, Henry Box Brown, the slave that escaped Richmond? Yes, but but share please share the story. <laughs> down, down on the the site of the canal walks, there's a, a box. It's it's not the the box, but there's a box uh, memorializing Henry Box, box Brown. He was uh, he was born in, in 1815 in Louisa County, Virginia, and um, and then brought to Richmond to work in a tobacco factory. He met his wife, um, who was ultimately sold four times locally um, mm. before ending up with an, an owner who tried to extort Brown. Anyway, anyway, he ends up being torn from his family um, and was just distraught and. Um, and got involved with the Underground Railroad and ended up nailing himself into a wooden box three feet and one inch deep, two and a half feet long, and two feet wide, uh, and then was then shipped via carriage, railway, and steamship to Philadelphia. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, This took a total of 26 hours, and um, eventually the next morning he was liberated by awaiting agents in Philadelphia. So (laughs) it's a great, great story with a a happy ending. Yeah. Now, you know, we we couldn't finish this conversation without a discussion. We only have a couple of minutes left, but uh, one of Ian's uh, uh, favorite attractions down there. Yes, uh, the Manchester Slave Trails there, which is a very powerful attraction. And, and I think it, 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 you know, most people don't think of Richmond as a port city because it's somewhat inland along the James River. But uh, Richmond was one of the largest uh, uh, ports of entry for uh, African slaves. And uh, the city has has uh, this uh, very powerful attraction that allows uh, one to kind of retrace that. Talk to us about the Manchester Slave Trails. Right, right. Well, well, what it is is just kind of a, a series of stops um, along what, what would have been a, a constant for these slaves. And like you said, this, the slave trade business. Um, and I should point out too that that Richmond was a big exporter of slaves, and 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 that mm. that's what led partly to a lot of families being torn apart here, which is just mm. just absolutely awful. Um, but that path includes um, the Manchester docks, which was a busy slave market, um, the Mayo's Bridge. Um, let's see, this was. Um, Kind of a, a very financially prominent area, and so again, a big a big part of the slave slave trade industry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the canal, as we've talked about, um, some the the location of some former auction houses, um, and then oh, the reconciliation statue. And, and and unfortunately, Aaron, we're going to have to leave it there. We have a um, uh, next segment to get to. But before we let you go, I want you to um, share your website real quickly with our listening audience who may be interested in learning more about the various attractions. Absolutely. Uh, our website is www.visitrichmondva.com. Good deal. Well, thank you so much for sharing uh, sharing this with us today, and we certainly welcome you back to the show to talk about all the other wonderful attractions in, in Richmond. We're down there quite a lot ourselves. Oh. So.